I'm Father Dennis Strack. And I'm Katie Prejean McGrady. And this is Ave Spotlight. We're back for another episode. Katie, what's up? I don't know. End of the month. It's been a really long spring break. <laughs> it's kind of what it feels like. Just, it's going by quickly, and I feel like I'm wasting a lot of time. I've had a lot of days in the past couple of weeks where the day's over, and I'm like, what did I do today? I mean, like, I did mm-hmm. a lot of work, but it's, I don't know. You have those days where you're just... Yeah, I mean, it's gotten better now that Rose is in school and Tommy's in school, and, like, we're in our rhythm and routine, but for sure, especially if I'm on my phone too much, and, like, mm-hmm. my husband calls it doom scrolling, where we'll both look up from the couch and we're like, it's 9 o'clock, and we've been sitting in silence for the past hour, just staring at screens it's so it's so dumb notification that's like your weekly screen time has been no i can't do it that's that's psychological torture apple created that to torture people i had a uh, had a great conversation with a friend who is currently doing this like taking stock of time exercise where she's writing down every 15 minutes what she's doing and at the end of the week, it's going to look back and see how she's wasted wow. time. That is a, is a great exercise. I'd be so afraid to do it. I mean. Yeah, uh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> I don't have the discipline. so afraid to look at that. Um, but it's true. Like we say, you know, I don't have, especially with spiritual stuff, we say we don't have time for that or a whole half hour of prayer. Well, I, I, you know, I don't have the bandwidth for that or there's so much going on in my life. Some exercise like that would really challenge the notion of how much time yeah. we have. Yeah. You're you're saying that like I, when quarantine started and I know we keep referencing quarantine because like, as if it's like over when in some parts of the country, it's not. And obviously like this show is not always going to be about that, but I found, so I used to not have a ton of time because I was traveling all the time. So it's like my days home were very much like I would try to go screen free. I would try to just pour into my family because I would be gone two days later, you know, back on an airplane and everything just so abruptly stopped. And, and, all of a sudden I did have this abundance of time and I didn't know how to use it well um, and felt the need to like fill it. Like, do you ever feel that? Like if there's like a lull or there's dead time, like I feel the need to make myself busy rather than to just rest. Like I picked up bread baking. Cause I was like, that's science experiments and my family gets food at the end of it. And I love it. And I enjoy, I'm glad I have that skill now, but I was also doing it to keep my, myself busy. Cause I didn't want to just sit with my thoughts because yeah. I wasn't happy with what was going on in the world. And I felt like I was, you know, things were spiraling out of control. I don't know. Have you ever felt that way? Yeah. I mean, I, I noticed the scrolling, especially like, and sitting with my thoughts, just even like um, everyday tasks. So like being in a line or like someone says, I'll be right with you. When I started scrolling, it's like, just sit for four seconds or something. Yeah. Just, uh, such a reaction. And, and you do find yourself the second you wake up. I mean, I really challenge myself. The first thing I do usually is make the sign of the cross or offer some prayer at the beginning of the day. And at the end of the day, but it's such a challenge to just, okay, let's see how many emails I have already or what I have to, and it does ring yeah. the morning a little bit. I mean, just to get started. Oh yeah. It's, it's so part of the routine, but I was really, um, really encouraged by uh, the guest that we have uh, for today's episode, uh, Chika Nyamu, who was talking about uh, her own social media fast. And you know, one of the things I was really struck by in her story was the reasons behind it. Uh, it wasn't just so much the negativity, but there was a personal Mm-hmm. Um, action that she saw with 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 her use of social media it wasn't even just time it was it was kind of personal vision of self and vision of god that was being affected by her use which i 
is just such a timely message for us, but a, but a challenging one. It was for sure. I mean, it definitely has struck me as like, maybe I need to take the month of September off um, and then I'll just come back in October and surprise everybody. Here's a baby. So uh, Chica is a dear friend of mine. She and I talk all the time. So it was great to have her on the show. Um, so here's our interview with Chica Anyanwu. Chica, thanks for joining us on Spotlight. Uh, thank you both for having me. Yeah, it's nice to see you. So Chica and I have known each other for a long time. Father Dennis met Chica uh, briefly at a conference and they're reuniting here. Um, I know Father had a burning question from the start. So we're going to let him begin. Chica, I learned that you did a social media fast. And I think that all of us are excited to do it. I think to be able to stick to it is another totally different project. So I think some of what I want to explore is how you actually had the guts to stick with it. But maybe before we even get to that, why did you decide to try this out? Yeah, so um, a couple of, I, I would say even like maybe about a month or so ago, I was just experiencing a lot of anxiety every time I'd go on to social media. Now, for those of you who don't know, my usually the only time I would experience anxiety is when I would fly because I hate flying, even though I used to do it all the time. So to be on the ground and to be experiencing this kind of anxiety, it was really um, new, terrifying even, because it started to physically manifest in these feelings of like panic attacks and mini heart attacks. That's what it felt like constantly throughout the day. And so I had to sit and reflect as to when those moments were happening. And it was when I was reading social media, or when I was on social media. So it was reading what, you know, friends, people that I consider friends, reading some of the things that they were sharing, which were pretty abysmal, especially in terms of racism. Um, you know, a lot of people were quiet when it came to the death of George Floyd, but then when statues were being toppled over, just the the hatred, I don't want to say hatred, that's a strong word, but the anger that was fueled by a lot of people in that moment was really hard to see. Like, why can't we be angry, righteously angry about both of those? We can be, but people were choosing sides. And then, um, so I was experiencing the sadness and grief over, over people's reaction towards racism. But I was also experiencing some people who were saying, Chica, you're not angry enough. And this is the way that I uh, communicate about racism. So why aren't you doing that? And even some people saying, well, you keep talking about God and you're over-spiritualizing this when racism is just people's conscious attacks towards other people or people of color. And so therefore you are too soft. And then it made me question myself, like, you know, God, am I too soft? Am I, is this not about you? <laughs> is this about something else? And then, um, I was having these one-on-ones with some people and there was one particular one-on-one -on -one with a, a white male that just completely caught me off guard in his, uh, he asked if racism was a self-inflicted wound and that, uh, you know, what is a part of the people of color that are experiencing this and why are you not, you know, the whole pull yourself by the bootstrap and move on. And instead of looking at, you know, what, mostly white America has done to perpetuate racism, all of this stuff. And it all started, that conversation started with something that he posted online. And I was like, God, I'm, I'm here. I'm at my wit's end. And instead of turning to you, 
I'm becoming panicked. I'm becoming uh, just hostile. Um, I'm saying all sorts of things. So God, I need you. I need you to guide me. I need you to guide my words. I need you to guide my heart. And I want to be so hidden in the heart of Jesus that one, I remain small because speaking out on racism, but also being Catholic and sharing the beauty, the rich beauty of the Catholic faith. I received a lot of followers and that terrifies me. Um, paraphrasing, but there's a scripture verse that says, you know, to whom much is given more will be required. And especially when I don't know people and they want to follow me, oh, sweet Jesus, help us all. <laughs> so um, I really want them to follow me as much as I'm following Christ. And I was mm -hmm. not, my prayer was being affected by feeling like I had to be a certain way. I had to read these books. I had to respond to this person. I had to correct that person. And so I said, Jesus, I need you. I want to hear from you. I need to be hidden in you. I want my responses um, because I recognize when I'm trying to be, you know, when you're trying to fit something so that it just fits into like either a Twitter post or a quick little caption. Um, so I can recognize within myself if I'm just trying to be that caption or if I'm really trying to lead people to Jesus, which is always our ultimate goal in all of this. So I first took a week off and I thought like, oh, my prayer is going to be so awesome because I'm taking a week with Jesus. And I didn't pray. Like I had moments of prayer, but it really wasn't that sit down, resting with Jesus, gazing contemplation. It was just like, okay, I'm going to celebrate mass virtually because I, I don't remember if at the time uh, California was um, doing outdoor masses. And so I recognized that okay, this isn't just the outside world perpetuating things. This is also um, me. Like, I need to get right with the Lord. So then I decided to take another week off, and it was beautiful. I spent time with my family. I was cooking and cleaning and doing all the things I was neglecting. But also, I, I met with my spiritual director, and he's a very loving man, but he also called me out um, on – the fact that I was not being about the Lord's business. And also another priest, when I spoke with him, he was like, Chica, I've never seen you like this. Like in the time that I've known you, I've, this is not you. Like you, I was crying about, you know, all this stuff. And he said, this is not you. And I know that if I want to know who I am, I need to be with the one who created me. So back to the heart of Jesus, back to being hidden and small, um, and asking the Lord to speak truth to me first and foremost, and then later on asking the Lord to speak truth through me. Mm. And then I slowly went back into social media. Um, and that was first kind of like lighthearted, like, you know, I just, speaking about racism, I don't always want to talk about that. Like, right. yes, because I'm a, a black woman, I'm an African-American woman, like, yes, I'm going to talk about it, but I also want to tell you how cute my nieces and nephews are. I also want to tell you how, you know, being single in a pandemic and moving back home and then also turning 35 is not at all what I was expecting, but this is where I am. I want to share with you that journey too. I want to tell you that I'm a sinner just like everyone else, and the litany of humility has been kicking my butt, but God has been using it to help me pray for those who are really frustrating me. 
I want to talk about all the things. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I needed to be reminded of who I am in the Lord and then let him do the rest of the work. There's so much there. I mean, we could just cut it off, be like, all right, that was cheek, everybody. She just spoke to our hearts. Go get off of Twitter. Um, literally seconds before we started this interview, I joke tweeted, like something is trending. And I, I found a gift that like captures anxiety because when I see that topic trending, I like immediately am just, oh no, like what are people saying? And, you know, it almost kind of like you feel this pressure to get involved, even though nobody really cares about my opinion on those things, but I, for some reason, feel like I have to say something because mm-hmm. if I if I don't, then maybe somebody's going to tell me, "Well, you should care," like you said. Um, I'm curious, Chica. So you stuck with it, and it had a really good result in your life. What would you say to the person who hears this and goes, "Okay, I need to do that"? Like, what is the first thing they need to do? Do they need to delete the apps? Do they need to deactivate their account? Do they need to find an accountability partner? Like, what's step one to take that step that you took? Um, yeah, it's honestly the, I guess it would be the first day or like after you go to sleep, like you make that decision, you go to sleep and the next morning, what do you do? A lot of times, I don't know if anyone else is like me. A lot of times I want to reach over and grab my phone. Mm -hmm. And so it was to make a plan of, I literally sleep with my Bible in my bed, um, so that and switching over and grabbing my phone, I'm grabbing my Bible or grabbing, you know, the spiritual books that I'm reading. So it's what are you going to do that next morning or that evening when you're normally going to grab your phone? What are you going to do instead? So to make that conscious decision to turn to the Lord. Um, and then also uh, one of the priests um, who, sh- who spoke with me during this time, he said, people don't need you the way that you think you're needed. And that was huge because we are in this area, this time of life where like, I don't like the whole idea of being like an influencer or people need to hear me. Yeah. There are people who, you know, God has given, um, and this is totally boasting in the Lord and not in any of my, my, or not in myself, but um, God has given me this, this gift of evangelization and I want to use it. Um, but he doesn't need me. There are so many other people that he is using and praise be to God. And I needed to remember that that I needed to take this rest. Um, and that when I'm resting, it's not like everyone's going to be like, Oh my gosh, Chica's not on social media. What are we going to do with ourselves? No, it allows other voices to be amplified so that when they need to take a rest, I am, I'm so in the spirit that I can then speak up um, and I'm not replacing anyone, but it's just, you know what, sister, you need a break or brother, let me, um, let me pray for you while you are taking some time off and you know that I'm here for you. Mm-hmm. But one of the struggles because the devil is a liar and he's a jerk is kept telling me like, oh, you're such a coward. You're running away because you can't deal with these tough topics. And a part of that anxiety was, am I being a coward? And so this priest, <laughs> I was talking to him on the phone and he said, um, you know, let's ask Jesus. Okay. And he said, so Jesus is Chica being a coward. And I was like, well, I don't think. And he goes, well, I'm not asking you. I'm asking Jesus. So Jesus is Chica being a coward. And we sat there in silence and I realized, no, like this is actually in a sense, an act of courage, um, not to make it sound so lofty, but in, in a small way, it is an act of courage to say, you know what? I'm not needed right now. 
there are other voices that um, can be amplified and I need to get right with Jesus. So I encourage everyone who's thinking about taking any time off of social media to really humble yourself. Like this is a beautiful gift of humility in which the Lord is saying, come to me and I will give you rest. Come to me because you feel like you're the one doing this when it's me. Come to me and let me tell you who you are. Let me speak truth into you. Let me um, let me speak uh, the promises. I'm trying to think of the yesterday, the um, psalm was from Psalm 119. It was something about like, how sweet are your promises? If we're thinking about the bitterness of this world, we've forgotten the sweetness of the Lord's promises. And we need to go back to our first love. So I encourage everyone to, um, you're not running away. You're not being a coward. You're taking that time to be renewed and refreshed to fight another day. So beautiful. And such a, such a stance of humility it, it, because it's just such a part of our routine. Like you're saying, the second you wake up, it's even hard to get a sense of like how much is too much or how it affects not just, not just the negativity, hearing negative voices, but how it's affecting my image of myself and how I'm, how, how that image of myself is, is kind of getting in the way or assisting in my work of evangelization, the, the unique place that I have uh, to speak God's peace and hope. Chica, if people don't know you or uh, wish to kind of find you on social media, where can we find you? Um, <laughs> after you've all taken a break. Yeah, <laughs> after taking a break, you've gotten your rest. Um, you know, I, Twitter pretty much, I think my pinned tweet is something about how Twitter makes me so angry that it's not... Um, it's just not holy for me to be on there very often. So mostly I'm on Instagram and same thing with Facebook. So mostly on Instagram, um, but all three of them are linked to at Chica's World, C-H-I-K-A-S-W-O-R-L-D. Um, you can also find me on my website, www.chica.church. And I have a book about prayer. So you can find that on my website as well. Awesome. Thanks so much for joining us, Chica. Oh, praise be to God. Thank you for having me. So I, I loved what she said about like, you have to replace the phone going in your hand. Like I always used to use the excuse. Um, and I, in fact, so we recorded Chica's episode a couple weeks ago and um, I made a plan afterwards to go buy a clock for my desk or for my nightstand. Um, because like, do you use your phone as a clock? So then you just, you pick it up and there it is. And now it's in your hand and oh, I might as well just go ahead and check Twitter. Who knows what happened on that dumpster fire. So I got a little clock, um, which whatever happened to those, why'd we stop putting clocks on our nightstand? Uh, and now I'm not tempted to grab it first thing. And in a few weeks, I'm not going to be able to grab it first thing because there's going to be a screaming kid next to me. But like, it's, I don't know, even just that kind of retrained me, which has been nice. I know I said this at the very beginning, but I was very touched by what she said, um, it, it wasn't just, I assume that, I mean, you're friends with her, so you kind of knew a little bit about um, motive behind behind what she was doing. But for me, I just assumed it would have been kind of getting away from the negativity or getting away from destructive banter that, I mean, you and I both mm-hmm. went to it. It's a black hole of death. So it, <laughs> that's just sort of what I assumed, but it was really how it affected her relationship with God and her vision of self. Um, and she even noticed that. I mean, she said she had been talking about a spiritual direction, she had noticed like sort of an internal kind of thermometer, if you will, of this is out of the norm. This is out of, this is, this is too much. And um, one, to be able to notice that, to be quiet enough and still enough to notice that within yourself, two, to be bold enough to talk about it with someone else. 
and three to actually do something and follow through with it. I think this is uh, maybe just transitioning to like our one hope for the week. I think this is something I really want to share with the guys in the dorm um, because it is such a part of our routine. I, I'm not sure that we really notice what effect mm-hmm. it has on us. It's just so normal. And and as we mentioned, whether you're you're just like waiting in a line or, or just bored. I mean, I don't I don't know that we go on social media to like find anything of interest usually. Um, sometimes yeah. we do a recipe or look something up, but I mean, most of the time it is just the endless scrolling because we're, we're bored and, and it's uncomfortable to sit there on thoughts. But I think one hope for the week would be maybe that uh, I'd be able to take this plant on. I think Chica had a great challenge for each of us. Maybe I could share it with the guys uh, here on campus as well that they could uh, benefit from it as well. But what about you? Um, you know, it's, it's, we're almost in September. Tomorrow is actually my parents, uh, I think, how old am I, father? I'm 30, their 36th wedding anniversary. <laughs> it took me a second to do the math. Um, I don't know. I just, I have a lot of hope. We're in the middle of this Ave Explorer series on Catholic family life. My parents are celebrating their anniversary. Um, I don't know. Just, I have a lot of hope for, uh, the sacrament of marriage, not, not just my own marriage. I know that sounds kind of weird and like, this is totally off topic of social media, but just, um, I don't know, like I have quite a few friends in the past few months and even years that have separated or have gotten divorced or have had really struggles in their marriage that have not, you know, they've they've called it quits. And I don't know, I guess I just have hope for healing within marriages that might be struggling right now um, and that they can make it to 36 years like my parents are celebrating tomorrow. Everybody say a prayer for Marie and Garland. Pray John tomorrow. Um, I don't know. That's just, I know that's totally random, but like, that's just what's on my mind looking at, looking at the calendar and knowing that, you know, tomorrow's a big day for them. And if you haven't checked out that series, uh, the family series, do so. Where yeah. can we find uh, It's over on AveMariaPress.com. Um, thanks for the plug. I'll put the, it's our other show. We've got tons of podcast episodes there, long form interviews. Um, but yeah, the link will be down in the show notes for folks to find it. Well, thanks for joining us this week, everyone. Hope to see you next time on Ave Spotlight. Ave Spotlight is a podcast from Ave Maria Press. You can find all of our episodes over at AveMariaPress.com. Click on the free resources button and you'll find our webpage, as well as subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. Since this is a fairly new podcast, we are hopeful and and grateful um, for reviews that our listeners will give it to help more folks find the show um, and listen to these Monday morning conversations between Uh, a priest and a mom about what's going on in the world and topics relevant to faithful everyday Catholics. You can also find our other Ave Maria Press podcast, Ave Explores, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify, as well as the Ave Maria Press website. Our current series for Ave Explores on Catholic family life can be found also at AveMariaPress.com, where you can register for the weekly emails and all of the content that we're creating. As always, we're grateful for all that you do and how you support Ave Maria Press, especially by listening to these shows that we are creating. We hope you have a great week.